If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch was probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am here with a guest who was on the show for the first time, I guess it was last year. It's, it's been probably about a year since we last talked. And you have, um, you're one of those people that, that, that has a Winnipeg, very strong Winnipeg connection, but you're not currently in Winnipeg. But that doesn't matter because, I mean, Manitoba is sort of the theme of the show. And as long as someone has some kind of roots in or links to or whatever to this province, it it's, uh, makes for a good guest, I think. So uh, I think the best way to start this off is if you want to just introduce yourself and give a bit of background about what it is that you do. Because um, aside from that you know, episode last year, a lot of Manitoba listeners might not be too familiar with you yet. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I am Sam Dector, Sam Mandwara Dector, Sammy D, the dog dad, the face and voice of the dog dad posse. Cool. And the uh, president and owner, founder, whatever, of Westhawk Tape Company. And I think the Westhawk Tape stuff is what kind of what I wanted to get started with, because, I mean, um, I think you were probably doing something similar at the time we talked last, but you've kind of ramped that up. That seems to be more of a going concern right now, and you're putting out tapes uh, of your own stuff, of other people's stuff. You seem to have, like, a subscription-based sort of uh, club people can join. What can you tell me about the tape label? We're trying out. I think we're in beta testing phase with things like the Etsy shop and... uh haven't even started a band camp for for west talk tape releases yet very much um setting down some groundwork getting projects rolling um stuff that i want to do with my band uh collaborators i want to bring into it um west talk tapes is named after a body of water that lies on the border between uh, manitoba and ontario right so part of what uh i'm doing since i left ontario a minute ago is um, just keeping my keeping my hand in the game in Toronto, staying in touch with the people there I want to collaborate with. And Winnipeg, too. I got two albums of Winnipeg Beats that are in post-production right now. Like, I can't get away from that place musically. No, you can't. When, when, even if you leave, no matter how long you leave for, you're still Winnipeg will still draw you in. They never let you go. I got too much family that still to ever say that I'm turning my back on the peg. Come on. <laughs> so where where are you now then? Are you are you in BC now or something? Or yeah, I'm on Vancouver Island. Uh, I spend most of my time in Campbell River here, which is chill this time of year. It's getting really beautiful. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've only been here six months. That's like uh, starting to get settled in. Got um, for the tape label um, is a complete mess. So I'm not going to show it to you, <laughs> but uh, yeah, these are the digs. It's a lot uh, more spacious here than our place was in Toronto. I was probably like 
sitting on a couch between like the the TV and the coffee table like yeah now I can I can stretch and stuff <laughs> well the one thing I thought was cool about the tapes too is that you're doing this super DIY like these aren't these are just like tapes where you've dubbed some over top of something else and you've got a you know a sticker with pen written on it I mean a lot of people are doing DIY tapes but some people are going and getting them pressed and stuff this is like very old school punk rock like do-it-yourself kind of uh, tape making which I think is pretty cool well, that's where it starts like um I was, you know, 10 years ago, you could have found me with like a, a whole bag of tapes just for taking to work and like a boombox at work, a boombox over here, like three broken ones in my closet. And I thought I was almost, almost going to hang it all up and get rid of my CD collection and my tape collection. And then we sort of turned this corner and it's like, no, I got, I got the, the high speed dubbers. I'm, I'm making tapes faster and more than I ever have before. And that's like, that's my childhood was having something, something musical other than playing an instrument that you just, you can get your hands on it. You make it yourself, you customize it. We always have that, that favorite mixtape that someone just put so much love and attention in before they send it to you. And then, you know, you might remember that forever. You'll be like listening to, uh, you know, your favorite Beatles mixtape. And here, here comes the song that ends, and then you're like, no, I know what the next song is because this is a curated experience that I've had in my life. Like the, yeah, the tapes. That 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 tactile thing exists with CDs and records too, but tapes, because of the ability for anyone to sort of hand dub them and, and customize them that way, especially back then, they do have that special significance. I think. It's um, I call it like a, a fetish object. Okay. You know, they design chocolate bars, so you want to touch them. They got this all like crinkliness going on. They design like uh, the beverages to be as satisfying as possible. And like, I don't know, that mouth boat tape you sent me was that bright yellow, just plain yellow color. Yeah. But that's one of those colors that were hardwired to like, what is that? It stands <laughs> out. You can't stop looking at it. Yeah. And like, it had been a while, but like you get... You get the cassette in your hand and you're like holding something like tactile and real. There's a delicate mechanism in there somewhere. The same way you can't like, you know, rub your CDs all over or yeah. like leave your vinyl line around. There's some delicate aspects to it, but it's this, I don't know, so a physical thing that in your brain means an hour of beautiful music, you know? Yeah, yeah I like that. I like that. What what is the idea behind the uh, the project of, of of having people sort of subscribe and then get tapes on a regular basis? That's kind of that's another kind of I don't want to say outdated because it hasn't happened in forever, but it's an older idea that you're kind of recycling. I mean, uh, it reminds me of the you know the, the tape clubs or whatever you spend you know the Columbia House and shit. <laughs> everyone remembers the Columbia House yeah. uh, catalog, the little flyer. It's a little like there's a lot of subscription businesses on uh, the Etsy and the online crafting. Okay. Place if like someone goes for your brand, if they they dig your brand, then they'll just sign on for you to send them, you know, dog treats or makeup or whatever it is that you're that you're packaging for them. And the plan has always been like, if you have cool music and you get in touch with me and we like we're on the same page, like I'm here to to enable that. That's that's how I see my job as a label. And we're going to have all kinds of things out. Eventually, we'll have to make compilations just so we can keep track of them. And that's like the sampler. That's like the, yeah. uh, it's a good way to, to get to know 
the future catalog, but certainly like the community of artists that are that are going to be involved in West Hawk and the sampler, the compilation. You know, these are all the kind of releases that that I vibe with and that we're we're aiming for. Yeah. Sometimes, especially, man, I've been digging through beats, digging through so many beats since the last time I talked to you. Sometimes you just got to go dig through like uh, a DJ producer, like they put out 10 albums. You got to go dig through all that, make that hot one and say, I want to put out these 10 beats. Like I want to put out this mixtape of your stuff. Yeah. yeah. And people save people that that create digging time, which isn't for everybody. But really, it's about uh, curating things for the customer, for the listener. Well, and obviously, like you said at the beginning, you know, you have these connections all across the country now because you've lived in these different cities that have very strong um, community music communities in general, and then hip hop in particular too. I mean, Winnipeg and Toronto and Vancouver as well. There's those very strong roots in all three of those cities uh, for hip hop music. So, is that kind of one of the goals as well to make the make what you're putting out on the label have that that larger reach and, and that that more diversity across across the country? That's kind of the next step for me because I have, I lived out West here before. Yeah. Um, like when I first started um, recording raps and stuff, I lived in Sault Ste. Marie for a little while. Like this is all, you know, you have these connections and those people are still there and not just staying in touch with people, but making a community that's uh, based on these connections. Yeah. And all of a sudden reaches Vancouver Hamilton, Sault Ste. Marie, uh, South Africa, Botswana. Like, I want to light it up like a pinball machine. I want to have things going on and people excited. Yeah. All my people all over the place. Yeah, it's, I like, I like that, that attitude too, for sure. You're going to be tell you what it's all about. Sitting half caught in a blinded spot. It's a Fort Rouge cleat, just a boy and his dog. Back ways lead to the patio mez. Piss away cash funds, GameStop hedge. Passive aggressive communication. Loaded questions, misdirection. Loyalty neither to pack nor pride. Secret knowledge of cryptic signs. Rip off artists on overdrive. If you're so powerful, why do you hide? Low profile, please make an appointment. I lost track of my disappointment Passing over all of the debt of state Leaving their souls to a crispy fate Gonna testify and kick their ass I got more shine than GF has Yo, how are these rappers so elegant? So egoless and yet so elementary If they keep insulting my intelligence Yo, I'm gonna make them irrelevant Yo, do you know who the I am. I don't know who you think I am. So do you know who the freak I am? I don't know who you are. Possibly if she can jam, speaking like a deacon, damn, thinking, sand, thinking, damn, just keep it a band. We want you, Uncle Sam, email Sam and Sean Jam. Spoken if you didn't understand. Speaking slow, freaky deaky flow. Do you freaking know? How? Do you know who the freak I am? Do you know who the freak I am? I don't know who you think I am. Do you know 
tender touch Step to my rap like I knew too much North and kids, son, you are now in tune to the sound of not giving a fuck about anybody else. Why would you spit in the all-seeing eye? Who eats shit while cars drive by? Roll with the rock to a distant seas over congregational tendencies. Hired and wired to shake up systems. Four more years, let's go, no questions. Full metal jacket, mental alchemist, just a bit of a pedantic anarchist. West Coast bakers, special senses, hungry hearts trying to get on the guest list. Jacked up blues and Henderson's best. Contact tracings on your safety vest. Family fun for everyone. Clean out the freezer, fill it when he's done. There. Gonna give me a medal now, sure And I'm not even in Grandpa's Army no more, y'all Do you know who the freak I am? I don't know who you think I be Do you know who the freak I am? I don't know who you think I am Freaky deaky Dutch, what I have to say much Freaky deaky flow, you're freaking all So what, as an artist though, I mean, with Dog Dad Posse how has kind of I know we've just come out of a pandemic which changed like everything in terms of the way people are able to play shows or even get their music yeah, out there yeah. into the world right yeah, yeah. but I mean is it hard to, 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 to move a lot with a music project where you know you, you've obviously established uh, yourself to a certain degree within the music scene in one city and then now you've moved again do you have to start from scratch there do you like starting from scratch in a new place and introducing people to what you do it's kind of uh, something I enjoyed about having lived lots of places is that um, that kind of challenge when you're starting from scratch or when nobody knows you kind of reminds me the uh, the showboating or the attention getting that that brings me into performing arts okay. or like uh, work down. Shout out to the Riptide. I work uh, at a pub downtown here in Campbell River and I worked there, what, four, five, six weeks and um then I went to Toronto to do a show and do some studio stuff. And I came back and everyone's like, oh, I heard you're a musician. <laughs> and it's like, I'd like to introduce you to the rest of me. And that, you know, that can be fun. Yeah, I guess you can have that secret identity if you're moving into a new place and people are just meeting you for the first time. And then suddenly there's this, in your case too, this whole body of work and, and another artist you're working with and stuff that's just below the surface that if they if they get to know you that side of you they're going to be like oh there's this isn't just like a you know it's not just a thing you're doing for fun you've actually spent all this time and, and effort and and working on on this project well it's a lot harder to keep a secret identity here than it is in toronto i'll tell you that much <laughs> imagine yeah, yeah. Like, like coming from winnipeg to toronto there's the sense of anonymity that i don't think i felt anywhere else yeah i believe that and, in a sea of people, if you step out the door in Campbell River, you're noticed because you're the only person walking down the street in Campbell River. <laughs> right. So have you played any shows since you moved? Um, not here. There was uh, that gig in Toronto last month. Um, I love performing. and That's the, the most direct way to get uh, your infectious energy. And, the you know, if the song is good the album should be like the best version of the song. Yeah. But if the song is good, you should be able to put like a little extra sauce on it live and just be giving people the excitement and the energy just directly out of yourself. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, get them hooked on that. Well, it's like a bonus. It's like giving a, a bonus amount of uh, of something, right? Uh, on top of what they would hear on the on the tape. Yeah, it's just a lot of fun, and that's like the the outreach and the connection stuff. And like I'm I'm grounded here. I have a full time job, but this is the the first time I've had a good uh, the freedom to sort of bounce when I need to be somewhere else for a show. Cool. Or for a recording session or what have you. Has this um, experience of doing the label and working with all these different people and, you know, like you said, hearing music from some of these places you're hearing it is in Africa and it's in, you know, different provinces across Canada and the States, wherever else. Has it affected your writing as Dog Dad Posse? Like, have you been kind of incorporating some of these things that you've heard or experienced from these other artists into somehow, whether it's consciously or not, into what you do? Yeah, that's always part of the process. And even me calling a project where I'm the only rapper dog dad posse right. is not really going to be followed through on until there's <laughs> guest, guest verses or like a collaborator who's on a most of an album. And, um, uh, we're getting into that phase now. Like, um, I say there's two albums in post-production. So one of them would be with Dren. Okay. Give a shout out to all the Winnipeg producers, Dren and Gumshoe and Bazooka Joe and Yai, um, did features that are getting mixed down now um birds across water is bringing me some more beats uh through the winter and uh uh talking to rusty robot about cool. um spending some time at his studio uh yeah it's all it's it's work but it's fun work yeah. and it's even just that like getting um oh let's say the dren the dren beats for example so this is a bunch of beats of his I grabbed. Then he showed me some other stuff. So I kind of incorporated that. But it's just beats that he already had out there. And I sent them to um, C.E. Savage and D.G. Walks. Shout out to Nigeria. Cool. These are two African rappers who um, were connected. Like their album right now, Hustler's Chapter. You can look it up on Spotify under D.G. Walks. Okay. W-O-K-S. But that album is released through Ocean Fresh Productions, and they're based out here in BC. So I had to come to BC to make the connection with the Nigerian guys to put them on the album with the Winnipeg Beats. And that's, it's just uh, too wild to not be fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we're in an era where that's possible now too, right? I mean, it's so much easier for that yeah. to even happen. Whereas 20 years ago, that would have been, I mean, it could, it could have happened, but it would have been a lot more kind of uh, papers to shuffle around and, and things to, to, to get right to make it a possibility. I think that's something that I carried through from quarantine collaborating too, is because it doesn't, even if you're in the same city, we're not getting in a studio together. And, you know, rappers are used to just going to their buddies and spend a couple hours and get recorded. That's all really the, the setup that you need. So yeah. all of this, all of that was like a, a reminder of how, uh, how far flung the collaboration can be or how many people can get involved. So there's those guys. That's one DDP album. Okay. Then there is, and that's the they're the main features uh, throughout. They're like doing hooks. They got a couple verses on on most of the songs. Uh, there might be a couple other guys on that album, but I don't know. The uh, Gumshoe Strut has been selling me beats for a couple years. So some of these were written while quarantine was still going on. Yeah. Um, now we've got some Toronto people doing guests on there. Uh, Shelly Hamilton, uh, Ida Sophia, Strawberry Short Temper. Um, all of these guys did about half of their verses recorded last time I was in town. And we're going to wrap that up later this month. 
and that's where it really feels like uh like a posse and like i have backup there's people um sharing that load of having to write a million bars to fill up a beautiful six minute beat and um like you're saying about influence there's influence like you get obsessed with something new like the the um south african dj and producer that that will get i'll show you a track of his later on is like something i'm really soaking up and want to be focusing on my writing going forwards um i tell people this guy king loco is the uh jazzy jeff to my fresh prince that's just that's just a dream in my heart that's just (laughs) how i want it to work but yeah very inspiring music and takes me in like uh um a a distinctly african direction as well as just like an old school hip-hop direction which is which is exciting for me yeah which is always always a good vibe to get when you're when you're rapping for sure yeah Send to the game to catalyst. I cut a V from a W, then spell out VGV for my W. I'm here to leave a mark on this road just like tires do. Just one man can take him tired. I ten minutes to few. This is that black magic that Zulu voodoo. Not as silly shit you see on Hulu. Mr. Loco say I'm feeling kinda cuckoo. Let me off the leash. A wild dog swimming with a big fish. Step on my toe and I'll crucify you. I got no. For your apology, I'll show you no sympathy. This act is a necessity. The energy I didn't get here accidentally. This is fate. It just happened coincidentally to bend a page with a pen. What want to happen eventually? like this this is it's it's different too because you are like you said you're so used to doing these six minute songs where it's just you without doing the the the, the entirety of of the of the lyrics 
has this kind of um, experience of working with other people now, has that changed the way you write lyric wise? Because you know that you're probably going to have someone else contributing or a shorter time frame in which to, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, that's my favorite version when I feel like I'm a, a guest star on my own track. Yeah. It's like whether I created the situation or put all these people in the same room, writing one verse for a beat is entirely different than say, sitting down and saying like, I'm doing the whole thing, whether there's a, a hook or a chorus or or whatever. It's an entirely different approach. And like I've always been trying to get to that jazz mixture. You have two key voices on a track. There's a back and forth. There's at least a I'm doing my thing. And then you get that pass off. And somebody else comes in, it's the same key signature, it's the same tempo, but their voice makes all the difference. Never mind the words they're saying. Yeah. You're getting an entirely different instrument adding to the to the sound now that's like an influence in terms of like the setting i keep telling people i want to run this hip-hop label like uh like a jazz label in the 50s or 60s you just keep moving songwriters and uh and vocalists around put them in different combinations see who works well together see who has the same vibe or should be packaged together yeah well, and some of those, like, even records from, from that era that you would think would never work turn out to be awesome, too. People that, like, are from just totally different, uh, you know, uh, styles. And you, it's some some genius decided to stick them together in a studio, and it worked out amazingly. And you get this really oh. unique kind of stuff. I'm not saying I'm, like, the, the first person to approach hip-hop no, no. that way. But I think it creates a space where, yeah, magical things can happen that wouldn't happen. Um, people get people get influence or people just get ideas from being around different types of creativity and different approaches. For sure. So what's the, uh, I mean, I know you mentioned off the, off the top that, you know, the, uh, the West Hawk stuff isn't, isn't currently on Bandcamp. Um, what's the best way to find it? I mean, is it may, basically at this point, just get in touch with you and you'll, you send the tapes uh, through the mail? West or is Hawk, there... That's one way. Okay. I can always set it up that way, but West Hawk tapes is a shop on Etsy.com. Okay. Well, that is the um, most solid manifestation of that. Dog Dad Posse still has a band camp. Um, some of my collaborators have stuff on now that I'll send you in different directions to find. So people are finding different ways to do this, obviously, like like you with Etsy and like, you know, like putting out a calendar or people putting out, uh, there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, you mentioned the Mouthboat tape earlier. The guy who uh, has that label, he's based out of Gimli. And he is oh. doing all kinds of cool stuff. He's reissuing this summer on vinyl, um, uh, a folk album from the seventies from Gimli. That was like this, like it's about fishing in Gimli. And it's this kind of iconic local record that has been out of print for years. And he contacted the guy who's, you know, very old at this point in his life and got all the rights yeah. and everything. And he's putting out this LP record from like 40 years ago. And he's reissuing it on like a deluxe edition on vinyl. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's people are finding cool ways to put out music. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how when we were growing up, everything seemed to be moving so fast with like the technology changing, like some things that are out on tape, like don't exist in um, the virtual world or yeah. at least aren't very accessible online. And so if there isn't a physical copy, it's, it's gone, but there's, you know, people want that Gimli album. They want that to last. They want people to remember it and know that people care about it and that it meant something to them. So they make it, they enshrine it even more by having this re-release or they like they keep it out there even if it's been 
decades i think that's beautiful yeah it's super cool yeah i, I love seeing that kind of thing too and it, because because i mean there's always going to be someone out there and I, I think that both of us probably fit into that category of people who will want the physical thing no matter how weird or how limited edition or whatever it is they'll want to have that so they can listen to it in that format that it's meant to be in and, and just hold on to it and mm-hmm. there's going to be probably many many more things being reissued over the years just because of that because someone will have in their basement this tape from 15, 20, 30 years ago that has stood the test of time and they've always listened to. And then someone with a label will realize the importance and the value of it and we'll, we'll put it back out there again. Well, it's also a time of um, diversity. It's not like we're getting rid of all our DVDs so that we can build our Blu-ray collection. You know, all of these things exist. Like new technology isn't coming in like um, the next step of evolution anymore. Yeah. It's not like, here I am, you're going to throw away your eight tracks, that's over, I'm here. It's like something new kind of has to prove that it's going to that it's gonna last or it's going to make sense to people and live alongside vinyl and cassettes and maybe even CDs and stuff. Yeah, I hope a CD, a CD renaissance happens. I'm waiting for it, but I, I don't know. It's, it's not the same as tapes and records in terms of like the, uh, <laughs> I think the, just like the, the tactile part of it because... CDs get scratched so easily, but uh, it would be nice to see because I have so many CDs that uh, I can't get rid of. So not that I want to, but like I can't physically bring myself to get rid of. (laughs) That's that's, uh, a very special Sam Thompson problem. I I think it might be. Say you want to bomba, me I want to lamba. Take you to boutique, buy anything you want. Tonight, that the night, you gonna see I'm the god. Money no be problem, baby come closer. Shake it for me, one for me, make a spray dollar. Or your post, make a take a picture. Who the lao lao, me I know the same same. Balling, balling forever, ever. Darling, darling, never, never. Say you want to chiba, make you no go lose God. Any problem enter, I wanna to shut down. What the sum, baby, you're telling the sum, sum, so I wanna go hold us. Make a dozen ball like Sabi Ronaldo, the remake. Like Sabi for choir, make you no go tire, make a dozen fire, what's another tire? All these sharp, all these ties, your body now banga, make a dozen lamba, a gunganga, or garanya. Asamwa, can you go as a different scene? Can it have a day? Not for me party. What an appeal Baby, get this room. Can you get an appointment? Makaki, I think I put them for so. Them for so. Them for so. Mania, mania, eh. Makuka, we go keep for two. Keep for two. We go keep for two. Eh, eh, eh. Sit down for it. I'm one come. In your mefenga, take a chewy gum. Give it to me, cut a cup of corn. What a buru, but I eighteen. Come on, come on. Together, life for the party. On a pioco, on a waka bugatti. What a book, coca cola figure eighty. If you know game on a book, I am Baby, have a dark guy on a bumpy rempy. Leana Nishi, on a rempy. Baby, follow me, a common she take a one beat. I know the fear for spending. Baby, remember, we, baby, put all your put all your put all your. When you move, 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 Ten pots so, ten pots so, ten 
So um, if people want to, I mean, I know you mentioned the Etsy site, you have Bandcamp for Dog Dad Posse. If someone wants to find out more, what's the best place to find you online? Would it just be to go to your, your social media? Oh, and- yeah, Instagrams. There's a Dog Dad Posse on a Facebook page, but on Instagram, you can find Dog Dad Posse. You can find West Dog Tapes. You can, from there, see all of the band camps of all of these artists that I'm working with. Cool. And she's trying Oh, shout out to T-Bay and Percy Piffus, uh, Lincoln Woods and Uggy. Um, I have a track called Moving On that's off of their EP that has all three of those guys. Um, it's going to be one of the tracks uh, I send you for the show. Awesome. And then I guess, like, uh, are you are you looking actively looking for artists to work with? Like, I mean, are you with the tape label especially? Yeah, it's a push and pull. You know, but go through a large recruitment and then you or I have to budget and see uh, which of those projects can get off the ground, how long that's going to take. And I don't know, at the moment, I'm happy with the, the people that I'm working with. I'm ain't trying to manage anybody or be anybody's yeah. agent. I'm certainly not trying to sign anybody exclusively and take a piece of their royalties or fees from their shows like uh, like labels have been known to do. But um, that makes it simple for me to offer. Like you, if you have made the album or if you are making the album and distribution is something that you need, promotion is something that you need help with. These are services that uh, even just uh, keeping up my Insta, you know, I'm doing more PR work than a lot of uh, labels can afford to do out there right now. For sure. Well, because you have you have the ability to just do it when whenever you whenever you have the time, right? Well, I mean, they do too. We all have, we all can spend as much time as you want uh i think a lot of a lot of things get lost in bureaucracy whereas i can be like um nimble and like and get into different situations there's not like a bunch of people to train or make a calendar for or just dragging around that weight of having um a bunch of staff is a big budget to to carry around and i'm more building to that point rather than trying to rent an office to do this thing or you know really saddle myself with overhead because that's that's uh not my concept of what i'm going for for sure when are do you have a timeline for when the uh the next dog die posse tapes coming well we got this exclusive single dropping right here on which police radio which uh should hold people for a little while i was thinking like maybe uh by halloween i have another single out um but that Winnipeg session I'm talking about is going to be the end of January. So if if uh, timing works out well, there could be a um, album release of some kind in Winnipeg in the new year. So That'd whatever, be awesome. yeah. What I'm aiming for. Well, I hope it happens. What, I hope it happens. It'd be nice to actually like you know see see you do this stuff live, especially with such a great like supporting cast of of locals who are contributing to your your project too, right? Yeah. Yo, it's Percy Piffis, Lincoln Woods, it's T-Bay, man, this life is good. 
On the street just like Robin Hood Yeah, I keep it real just like I should Fade away with the tray in my neighborhood Approach the woods, don't roast them, we smoke them good Save pip, save straight, never overlook We only breaking rules because we wrote the books Yo, I'm sinister, straight out of hell The bell finish up a nail with it, can never fail I sell indica, swell, dwell in the cell So call Jennifer and I'll stick a dick in her ass With no enema, venomous Spin webs, turn venom to dust And pass the light like an Edison bluff I give a fuck, take a chip in the rough I'm tin cup, what? Sip crown, I've been down, I've been up Ain't rich now, just getting my dick Suck well, six buzz ends up raising your kids with the memes and the viz, the media shit. Bringing tea in the pit for media hit. What? Sucking these nuts and mad, they can't keep up. Not nice to meet you. Bad night, Felicia. Pledge my allegiance to demons and heathens. Can't fill no holes, the souls will stay bleeding. Don't have hope, it's only on weekends. Ozone's cold, my bones below freezing. How y'all woke, but mostly stay sleeping. I watch y'all fold, the flow is not seasoned. Talking with the inner demons. Got a DM from Sweden. Ay. I'ma swag out for no reason Already copped a new gift for next season You a head like Beavis Ain't tryna be TikTok famous No, They don't even know what my name is Look at us, nigga, we made it uh. Everything now is updated Spent the whole day getting faded We finna rock out like it's the 80s Sitting on top of my lady I've been moving on I've been, I've been moving on I've been moving on I've been, I've been moving on Back with another classic Back on the beat, that's a close casket Y'all dudes be a myth like Atlantis Shout out to my fam in Atlanta Gotta stay focused, can't move backwards Score two goals, time to get the hat trick I'm a star like Patrick Even though a nigga rap, I don't fuck with rappers I was selling weed right on Bathurst Back in the day, that's a close chapter Kinda like when Kawhi played for the Raptors Been pissing on the gang, got a weak bladder Waking up like, does it even matter? Hoping that I can live on forever Gotta get through all the bad weather I got the potion, no professor uh. I've been moving on I've been, I've been moving on I've been moving on I've been, I've been moving on I've been moving on Moving on I've been, I've been moving on Moving on I've been, I've been I've been moving on